Get ready, get set, and settle back for a visit with the Bumsteads. Before we join the Bumsteads of Shady Lane Avenue, let's gather around the bandstand for a curtain raiser from Rihanna Mirabello. Raise that curtain, Rihanna. In the good old summertime, in the good old summertime, strolling through the shady lanes with your baby mine, you hold her hand and she holds yours. She's your tootsie wootsie in the good old summertime. In the good old summertime. In the good old summertime. Strolling Gee, thanks, Rihanna. This week's episode is being sponsored by the Watertown Players, your favorite community theater troupe for more than 30 years. You know, folks, I live a pretty simple life with just the essentials to sustain me. For breakfast, I have raisin bran with skim milk and a cup of coffee. For lunch, I have peanut butter and jelly sandwich with a Mountain Dew. And for dinner, I have pork chops, mashed potatoes, and green beans with a glass of champagne. Simple food to sustain a simple life. Is your life too complicated? Do you want to go back to a simpler time? Well, you can do one of two things. You can either move in with me and the missus, or you can tune into each and every episode of Blondie. Make sure to follow the Watertown Players on Facebook so you can stay simple. The Watertown Players, dedicated to enriching the lives of those in this and surrounding communities through creativity, expression, and fun. And now for our weekly visit with the Bumsteads. This time we find Dagwood down on his hands and knees, measuring the floor of the back porch just off the kitchen, while the voices of Blondie and Baby Dumpling call to him from opposite directions. Hey, Daddy! Dagwood! Dagwood! Gosh, here she comes. Yeah, honey, I'm coming! Uh, two feet four and seven-eighths inches uh, one way by... Daddy! Hey, Daddy! Two four and seven-eighths by uh, four foot seven inches and about 
Two sixteenths. Dagwood! Uh, just a minute, honey. Uh, two sixteenths is an eighth, so that makes... Daddy! Quiet! Uh, that makes two four seven eighths by four seven sixteenths under the ironing board alone. Dagwood, where are you? Under the ironing board. What are you doing under the ironing board, Dagwood? Huh? Uh, well, I just wanted to find out... Uh, something. Dagwood, you're not inventing anything, are you? No, no, honey. Honest. I'm not inventing a thing. Because that ironing board works perfectly well the way it is, and I don't want it to play music or do anything but be an ironing board. Yeah, uh, but listen, honey. I haven't time to listen now, Dagwood. I've got to go out. Do you know what became of my best gloves? The white ones? Yes, white with black stitching on the back. White with black. And a big black button? Yes, dear. Where did you see them last? I haven't seen them for weeks. <laughs> it isn't a bit funny, Dagwood. I'm going to a very important luncheon at Mrs. Upham's. Well, you wouldn't want to eat lunch with gloves on anyway, uh, would you? Certainly not. But it's proper to at least carry gloves. I'll have to find those gloves. Look in the silver drawer, in the sideboard. What makes you think they'd be there? Well, that's where we found our ice bag that time. We couldn't find it anywhere else. Daddy! Baby, cut out that yelling. I ain't yelling, Daddy. You cut out saying ain't, too. That's slang. What's slang, Daddy? Slang is, oh, well, it's, for instance, well, ain't is slang or bad grammar or something. And we've got to be more careful, Baby Dumpling, now that your mother is going out in society. What's society, Daddy? It's Mrs. Uppins and people like that. In society, people are rich and talk good grammar. Will we ever be rich, Daddy? I don't know. Maybe someday, after we get all the installments paid up on everything. Mommy says every time we get one thing about paid, we buy something else. Well, we've got about everything we need, at last. Something else came this morning, didn't it, Daddy? Shh! How do you know? I thought you went to the market with your mother. Nuh-uh. I was hiding in Daisy's doghouse when they put it out in the garage. Oh, well, don't say anything about it while your mother is around. I want to have it all set up in place before she sees it. What is it, Daddy? Never mind now. It's a surprise for your mother. I won't tell her. You might give it away without meaning to. Is it going to stay out in the garage, Daddy? No, it's going to be set up in here. The box looks too big to go in here. Yeah, but when it's out of the box, it'll fit. I measured. I'll have to take out the ironing board, but we won't need that with this new thing anyhow. Its name is Jenny, isn't it? That's what it says on the box. Jenny? No, baby, that's not the way you pronounce it. It's... Dagwood! Two, uh, don't let Blondie hear us talking now. I still think it's too big to go in here. It is not. I'll go out and measure it and show you. Now don't say anything at all about it while I'm gone. Dagwood! Why, where did he go, baby? Out to the garage. Mommy, what's a Jenny? A Jenny? Why, that's a girl's name, dear. Well... This isn't a girl, I don't think. Listen, Mommy, 
Doesn't G E N I E spell Jenny? G E N I E. Oh, genie. Uh huh. What is it, mommy? It's a character out of the Arabian Nights. What's Arabian Nights, mommy? Goodness, one question after another. I haven't much time today, dear. I'm going to Mrs. Upham's to luncheon. I hope you have a good time, mommy. Thank you, dear. I hope you won't be worried all the time that you went off without telling your little boy what's a genie. <laughs> Maybe I'd better make sure my conscience is clear by telling you. Well, what is it? Well, in the Arabian Nights stories, there was a boy named Aladdin, and he had a wonderful magic lamp. You mean a magic lantern? No, dear, just an old oil lamp. But it was magic because when he rubbed it, there'd be a clap of thunder and a puff of smoke, and all of a sudden there stood the genie, ready to give Aladdin anything he asked for. Can genies do that? Uh huh. This one could, anyhow. You see, this genie was kind of a magician who could do anything. Why, this genie could make himself as big as a giant, or so small he could climb into a jar no bigger than a bean pot. Oh, well then I guess Daddy was right about a genie not being too big. Too big for what? Too big to go under the ironing board. What's all this about my ironing board? What is your father up to? You better ask him, Mommy. Here he comes. He looks pretty mysterious too. What in the world is he doing with his hands? He's just holding them apart, Mommy, like he was holding something. Why, yes. He looks as if he was carrying something between his two hands, but there isn't anything between them. Dagwood. Toot! Don't joggle me now. I don't want to lose the size. The size of what, Dagwood? Oh, nothing. Wait till I see something. Hmm, just what I thought. Plenty of room. Plenty of room for what? For anything no bigger than the space between my two hands. Oh, Daddy was measuring something. You'd better tell me what you're up to, Dagwood. Why, sure, honey, but it would uh take too long right now. You're due at the luncheon. Yes, and I want no monkey business with my ironing board while my back is turned. No, no, honey. Did you ever find your gloves? Yes, they were rolled in a ball and stuffed into the bell of the alarm clock. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, is that so? It certainly is, and I won't embarrass you by asking how they got there. Well, that alarm clock was always going off just when I was dreaming something extra important. Three nights running, it woke me up just as I was going to make a fortune. Have you made it since you stuffed the alarm clock? No, doggone it! I haven't had a good dream since. Listen, uh, speaking of clocks, I don't want to rush you, but look at the time. Goodness, I mustn't be late at Mrs. Upham's luncheon. Not too late, anyway. Just late enough to be stylish. Yeah,、uh, don't let those society dames get anything on you.、Uh, remember not to drink your tea out of the saucer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you too! And push your spoon around into the other side of your cup so the handle won't get into your eye. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get along all right. I'll just do what the others do. Goodbye. Now don't get into any trouble while I'm gone. Goodbye, Blondie. Have a nice time. Goodbye, mommy. She's gone, Daddy. 
Yeah, oh boy. I'll have a couple of hours to work. Come on, let's get that genie out of the garage. There, that's all there is to it, baby. That's all installed and ready to work. Uh-huh. It looks nice and shiny, Daddy. Isn't it a honey? Oh, boy. It's well, Daddy. But what is it? I'm glad you think so. I, huh? Why, it's a genuine genie washing machine. Uh-huh. Don't you like it? Well, I thought a genie was going to be something magic. It's practically just like magic, baby. Why, look, see? You just fill it with water, then you put in some soap, kind of, and then you put in the clothes you want washed, then you turn this knob to... No, that knob starts the ringer. Daddy, look out! It's eating your necktie! Yeah, my necktie is caught. Ooh, which knob did I turn? The red one. No, that opens the door. Hey, quick, turn the yellow one on. Okay. No, no, that starts something inside somewhere. The green. Try the green knob, quick, before my nose is dragged into that ringer. Gosh, thanks. Whew. Uh, take that knife I was using for a screwdriver and cut me loose. Careful now. Cut the necktie, not my throat. You're loose, Daddy. Thanks. Boy, look at how that ringer rang. Uh, rung. Pressed my necktie just like new. It's wonderful. What will it do besides eat neckties, Daddy? Why, everything, Baby Dumpling. It washes all the clothes and wrings them out and irons them and folds them up. Once you started working, you can go away and read a book. And when you come back, the laundry is all done. Let's do some washing in it, Daddy. Okay, look in the clothes basket and get out some dirty clothes. Okay. Hey, the basket is empty. Oh, golly, nothing to wash? Could we wash Daisy? I don't think a dog would like being in a washing machine. We could dirty up something. No, uh, haven't you got a handkerchief or something that is dirty? I've got this hanky, but it's clean, except for that little bit of a spot. Hey, how did you get a green spot on your handkerchief? I think it's paint. I know it's paint. How did you get it on your handkerchief? Well, it's like this, Daddy. It's kind of Daisy's fault. See, Daisy was looking cross-eyed. Cross-eyed? What for? Well, I think she was trying to see what was on the end of her nose, so I wiped it off. Wiped what off? The green paint on Daisy's nose that she was looking cross-eyed at. Uh-huh. And how did Daisy get paint on her nose? I guess she must have got her nose up against her tail. Oh, was there green paint on her tail too? Oh, sure, Daddy. After she wagged it up against her doghouse. Listen, have you painted Daisy's doghouse green? Where did you get the green paint? Why, it's running out of that big can in the garage, Daddy. What? Sure. Through the hole you knocked in it when you were taking your washer out of this box. Two. All I used for the doghouse was what I could scrape off the top of your car. Two. Come on, baby. Well, we got that paint cleaned up pretty good, Daddy. Yeah, 
but we got our clothes pretty painty doing it. Uh, give me that other stocking of yours. Here, Daddy. Anyway, we got lots of stuff to wash in the washer now. Yeah. Now, see, I put it in with the other stuff and close the door. Now we just turn on the water and fill her up. I hope it gets my clothes clean before Mommy gets home. Oh, sure it will. The genie washer can do anything. The man who sold it to me says it pays for itself in no time. I'm glad it pays for itself. Mommy wanted one a long time, but she said we couldn't afford it. We'll find a way to pay for it. Huh, <laughs> maybe I'll take in washing and pay for it that way. That would be fun, Daddy. Could I go around and get the clothes from people like little Mickey Reardon does for his mommy? Sure you could. You could bring them home in your red dragon, see? I'll run the washing machine and Blondie could just keep the books. Why, we'd get the machine paid for and make a lot of money, I bet. Who would give us their washing to do, Daddy? Well, Miss Upham would have lots of stuff to wash after that luncheon. Oh, we could tackle her. <laughs> hey, look, the water shuts itself off when the gimmick is full. Everything automatic. Look, Daddy, I didn't get my hanky in. Too late. You can't open the door when the thing is full, or it'll throw water all over. Watch now, baby. I'm going to start it. Not the red knob, Daddy. That opens the door, you said. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. The yellow knob starts the machinery. Hey, look. Whee! Now all we've got to do is sit around until the genie gets through washing and ironing the clothes. Let's go find Daisy and give her a bath, too. We'd better let some of the green paint wear off Daisy first. Anyway, she's always hard to find when she needs a bath. And I'm pretty tired. What tired you, Daddy? Well, golly, Baby Dumpling. I got the washer out of its box in the garage and set it up in here. And then we cleaned up all the paint and all. Boy, it feels good to sit down. <laughs> Tell me a story while you're resting, Daddy. Well, a short one. Uh, what kind of story, Baby Dumpling? Tell about Aladdin and his lamp and a genie. Oh, yeah. Well, the genie in that story did all the work, just like our new washer. That's how they came to name it Genie, I guess. <sighs> uh-huh. What did the genie do in the story? Hmm. Oh, he showed up every time Aladdin turned a red knob. No, no. I mean, when Aladdin rubbed his lamp. What did the genie look like? Hmm. Oh, he was covered with green paint. Daddy, you're going to sleep. No, no. But the sound of the water in that machine reminds me of Aladdin flying through the air on the genie's back. Boy. I've always loved to fly like this. Calling the genie. Flight five, calling flight five. The genie. Hey, what's that? Oh, a radio too? Er, hello? Hello? This is the genie. Dagwood Bumstead speaking. Report your position. Altitude 50,000 feet. Ground speed 450 miles per hour. Having fine time. Wish you were here. You'd better bring that flying washtub home, Bumstead. Aw, I've only been around the world three times. So far, and... Well, you'd better come home now. Your wife wants you. And tell her I don't know how to steer this uh, genie yet. Just tell the genie where you want to go, and it will do your bidding. 
I'll do my own bidding. I bid to no trumps. <laughs> Dagwood Bonstead, can you hear me? Two? Uh, sure, honey. I'm coming right now. Uh, goodbye. Let's see. The yellow knob took me up in the air. I guess the green one takes me down. I'll try it. Two! <laughs> Now I'm underwater. This thing is a submarine, too. Golly, look at all the fish following me. There's a big one that looks like Daisy. Uh-huh, a dogfish. There's the wireless again. Hello, genie washing machine, I mean submarine. Bumstead speaking. Report position. 20,000 feet below sea level. Having terrible time. Wish I was home. Dagwood. What's the idea of dunking yourself in the ocean? I couldn't help it, honey. I just turned the green button. Well, turn some more buttons and come ashore. There's only the red button left. Turn the red button. The red button? Okay. Two! That! Open the door! The water's coming in! Hey! It's up to my ankles! I told you to take your rubbers. It's up to my knees! What you need is rubber boots. <laughs> this is no laughing matter. The water's rising. It's up to my chest. Dagwood! Blondie! Help! Dagwood! It's up to my chin. It's up to my... Dagwood Bumstead, what are you doing? Swimming! What's all this water on the floor? L look out, honey. You'll be drowned. Dagwood, are you asleep in all that water? Hey, no, no. I, I'm, hey, where am I? You've been dreaming again, and you've flooded the place with water from that, that washing machine. Dagwood, where did that come from? Ooh, listen, honey, I can explain. Never mind the explanations. Get a mop. This episode of Blondie is being produced and sponsored by the Watertown Players. You know, folks, I'm a pretty unusual guy. I collect rare popsicle sticks, I cut out my own jigsaw puzzles from broken Christmas ornaments, and I read novels upside down and backwards. But one way that I am just as usual as everyone else is my love of the quality entertainment that I get from everyone's favorite community theater troupe, the Watertown Players. Where else can you get hilarious comedies, toe-tapping musicals, and thespian-building children's theater productions? Nowhere. Quality, affordable, and predictable entertainment. Make sure to keep following the Watertown Players on Facebook as you usually do. The Watertown Players, dedicated to enriching the lives of those in this and surrounding communities through creativity, expression, and fun. And now we return to the Bumstead service porch, where Blondie and Dagwood are mopping up the recent contents of the washing machine from the floor. It's about all mopped up now, Blondie. I'm sure I don't know how we're going to get that high watermark off the wall. That'll go away when it's dry, I think. Anyway, 
We never would have found that bowl of daisies we thought we lost if it hadn't floated out from under the cupboard. Uh, so... So I suppose that makes it all right to buy an expensive washing machine and flood the house. Well, uh, the machine will pay for itself. You'll see. I don't see how, unless it prints money on the side. Uh, not to change the subject. I don't want to change the subject. Some women can go out for a little luncheon and trust their husbands not to buy things they can't afford. Yeah, I know. Uh, how was the lunch, honey? It was all right at first. That's nice. Uh, at first? Yes. Here, stand this mop out in the sun. The other way up. Yeah, sure, honey. Uh, listen, I... I'm sorry this happened. I... I thought it would be nice for you to have the washer and save work and all. I know, Dagwood. I'm sorry I was cross. You were thinking of me, and I bet a lot of those rich women at the luncheon today don't have half as nice husbands as I have, for all their money. Thanks, honey. Hey, uh, what did you mean the lunch was all right at first? Oh, it was lovely. The table was like a picture in a swanky magazine. And the flowers, and the silver, and the dresses. I bet you were the prettiest. I was having a marvelous time, until the butler called Mrs. Upham away from the table. He said there was a young person at the back door who insisted on seeing her. He looked at me when he said it. I don't get that. Neither do I. But that's what happened. Somehow, I thought of Baby Dumpling right away. Uh, but of course he was home with you, uh, wasn't he? Oh, uh, golly, I don't know where he went, honey. He must have gone looking for Daisy after I fell asleep. Looking for Daisy? Is Daisy lost? No, no, I don't think so. Just hiding. Hiding? Why, Daisy only hides when she thinks you're going to give her a bath. And she had a bath the other day. Yeah, uh, never mind about Daisy. Is that all that happened at the lunch? Luncheon is correct, Dagwood. Oh, excuse me. So let me tell you what happened. Pray do. What? Oh, well, when Mrs. Upham came back to the table, she kept giving me the funniest looks. You mean she gave you a nasty eye right at her own table? Oh, no. She looked kind of, well, puzzled and awfully sympathetic. She did, huh? Well, we don't need her sympathy. That's just what puzzled me. That and what she said at the door when I left. What did she say? She pressed my hand and said, I'm so sorry to hear of your, uh, reverses, Mrs. Bumstead. That sounds as if we'd lost all our money. All what money? Well, you know, as if we were broke. Hey, do you think she heard that I bought a washing machine? Now who would tell her that? No, but that isn't all she said. No? No. She said, but you are to be congratulated on having such a brave and enterprising little boy. Er, uh, enterprising? And brave. I think that baby Dumpling is at the bottom of this somehow. I wish I could ask him. Somehow I got the idea that Mrs. Upham was saying goodbye forever at the door. Not that I care so much for society doings, but it's awfully good for your business, Dagwood. Yeah, that's what I thought about the washer, too. 
I mean, how would it look if you were out there with those social dames and they got talking about their washing machines? It's a nice thought for me, Dagwood, but we simply can't afford it. Anyway, nobody mentioned washers today. Just the servant problem and how her maid probably took her bracelet. Huh? Whose bracelet? Oh, Mrs. Upham lost an emerald bracelet. She was all upset about that because of sentimental value, she said. The cost didn't matter. Oh, it didn't. Oh, no. What's a small $4,000 bracelet to her? Who? Just a $4,000 job, eh? I suppose she raised the maid's wages for taking it. She isn't sure she took it. It's the uncertainty that bothers her. She can't fire the maid without proof because she's had her years and no one can do her hair right except this girl. You know what I think? I think I hear Baby Dumpling coming. But listen. Yeah, look it. He's pulling his little wagon. For goodness sake, what's he got on the wagon? A big bundle of... Something done up in a sheet. Hi, Baby Dumpling. What goes? Hi, Daddy. Hi, Mommy. It's okay. Now we can keep the new washer. Baby Dumpling Bumstead, what is that on your wagon? Why, I've been out on my laundry route, Mommy. Laundry route? Uh-huh. Daddy said we could take in washing to pay for the chini. Dagwood! So I went to all the neighbors and told them we were taking in washing now. Two! Mrs. Umpem's going to let us do all her washing. This is just the first batch. Mrs. Upham? Hey, maybe that's why she gave you a funny look, Blondie. You, you told Mrs. Upham we were taking in washing? Oh, there goes my social career. What's the matter with Mommy, Daddy? Don't bother Mommy now, baby. She's, she's had a shock. Here, let me take that wagon. I'll, I'll take the stuff back, Blondie. I'll explain. No, Dagwood, it's too late. I, I was just trying to help buy the washer, Mommy. Of course you were, dear. Mommy understands. Well, since you got the work, we'll do it. Eh? Mrs. Upham called Baby Dumpling a brave little boy, and he is. Sure he is. It takes gumption to go out and get orders like that. So what do we care what people think? We won't let Baby down. Are we going to do the washing? Yes, dear. Undo the bundle. Boy, Mrs. Upham must be rich. All this stuff in one wash? Look it. The butler said, be careful with that lace tablecloth. Isn't it lovely, Dagwood? Uh-huh. Uh, what are these little things? Serviettes. Huh? Napkins to you, dear. Oh, look it. Mommy, look at the pretty green glass. Hey, look, Blondie. Mrs. Upham's bracelet. In with her pillowcase. Gosh, let me have that, baby. It cost 4000 bucks. Oh, she will be so glad we found it. And that poor maid. Golly, it's a good thing she didn't fire that maid. I'll take this back to her right now. Tell her the wash will be along soon. Yeah, tell her the bumstubs won't charge her a cent either. Don't start that work before I get back. I want to see the washer work just once before we have to send it back to the store. It's all loaded, Daddy. Couldn't we wash a little with it now? No, your mother wants to see it work. We mustn't be selfish, baby. 
I'm sorry we have to send the machine back, Daddy. Huh, yeah. But like I explained, baby, we can't take in washing all the time. It wouldn't be fair to cut in on Mrs. Rarden's trade. I guess you're right, Daddy. Here's Mommy back. Now we can start. Wait, I want her to see me throw the switch. Dagwood, what do you think? What? What, Mommy? Mrs. Upham cried when I gave her the bracelet. It's really sentiment with her about the bracelet. She has some that are worth a lot more, but this was a gift from her husband when he made his first big money, and she thinks more of it than anything. How about the maid? That was another thing. She loves that maid, and she didn't want to think she took it. Her friends kept at her, though. Anyway, everything's all right now? Yes, except, oh, Dagwood, I hope you don't mind. Mind what? Hey, baby, there's Daisy. Go catch her, quick. Okay, Daddy. Here, Daisy. Here, Daisy. Mind what, honey? Well, it seems that Mrs. Upham had offered a big reward for that bracelet. Now listen, we don't take rewards from our friends. I know. I told her that, and I straightened out about taking in washing. But she was going to be hurt if I don't let her do something to show her gratitude. So... So? So she's giving us the washing machine. Now I... I don't think we can accept it. Wait, Dagwood. She told me a secret that made up my mind. Yeah? Yes, listen. Before Mr. Upham made all his money, they were very poor. Much poorer than we are. Don't breathe it to a soul, but Mrs. Upham took in washing herself once. Mrs. Upham? Bending over a washboard? Yes, and ever since she's wanted a nice modern washer to run herself. Well, she can afford one, can't she? The servants won't let her. You don't know what it is, Dagwood, to have to keep a social position. Hey, I tell you, she can come over and watch ours run. That's just what I invited her to do. Swell, we'll give a luncheon too, a wash day lunch. Featuring the famous Bumstead sandwiches. Yeah, but first, we're having a preview of this washer right now. Then we can keep it? Sure, to please Mrs. Upham. Watch now, I just turn this switch. Hmm, isn't that a pretty sight? It, it's simply beautiful, Dagwood. Hey, Daisy got away again. Never mind, come watch the washer wash. Oh boy, this is the way we wash our clothes. Wash our clothes, wash our clothes. This is the way we wash our clothes so early in the evening. And so we leave Blondie and Dagwood of Shady Lane Avenue. We invite you to listen the next time we join the Bumsteads. Our next episode is entitled, The Smarty Party Tommy Tattle Adventure. <laughs> Sounds like a hoot and a half to me. This week's episode, Dagwood Buys a Genie, featured the voice talents of Jenny Ortega as The Voice, Tara Jones as Baby Dumpling, Blaine Landowski as Dagwood, and of course, Lisa Steffel as Blondie. This week's episode is brought to you by the Watertown Players. Looking for quality, affordable entertainment? Well, look no further, friends. The Watertown Players are on the air with new episodes of Blondie. And more productions are always in the works. 
Be sure to follow the Watertown players on Facebook so you can stay in the know. This is your announcer, Jim Steffel, thanking you for supporting the Watertown players and our continuing episodes of Blondie. For more information on how you can help fund these fine old-fashioned productions, please text BLONDIE to 44321. That's BLONDIE, B-L-O-N-D-I-E, to 44321. Thank you, and good night. <laughs>